Let's go, Brandon. Hey, Johanyaks. Welcome back to another sports edition of the Ramley Viking Podcast. I am still stopped up because I'm recording. I recorded this immediately after recording yesterday's episode, and it sucks. And so if I sniffle, snuffle, or sneeze in the middle of this, that is why. I'm sorry. I'm going to get some cold medicine. Uh, not, not medicine that is chilled, but cold medicine later because I'm, I'm guessing I got the OG coronavirus because I got natural immunity for that new Wuhan lab coronavirus, the Kung flu as they call it. But today we're going to be covering uh, a little bit of NBA, a little bit of college basketball, and a lot of football. Uh, things are winding down, ramping up, finishing up, closing out, however you want to put it for college football. Things are just getting interesting for the NFL as the playoff race, uh, we get to where the playoff race ramps up, and the NBA and college basketball are just getting started. So let's dive into it. First and foremost, talking the NBA. All right, with the NBA, it is still way too early in the season for any of us to really actually care about much of anything outside of maybe the fact that the Warriors are surprisingly good right now. We'll see you maybe mid-December or after New Year's with that. College basketball. Uh, we've seen some exciting stuff. The craziest thing I saw was probably a guy who could have dunked it. I mean, his elbow was at the rim at one point, and he fakes everyone out. And they, the captions had the the whitest, the most white guy move ever. And it's a white guy. He goes up and he's going, and you're like, you're gonna dunk over this dude, and he eh, finesse layups it. And like he was above the rim when he decided to do that, but. Whatever, plays for KU, I forgot his name, but go check it out, I'm sure you can find it. Uh, and that's really all the news in college basketball, because guess what, it's still way too early to really care about much of anything. They're still doing those early season tournaments, and we're in the heat of football, so that's what we're going to talk about, because I don't got time to do five-hour episode out here, okay? We'll get back to that another time, and I will vaguely follow that, but if you want a basketball-specific episode, let me know, and I can get all caught up on that. Truth is... I'm not really keeping up with it because uh, it's too early. So let's get to the meat and potatoes. So that covers two of our four points. Now for the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes maybe, uh, we're going to cover our last two points. A little lopsided. You know how we do. Let's start with college football. Unfortunately, I am close to time to when the committee is going to release the new uh, playoff rankings, but not quite there. So you're not going to get them unless I do a time skip, which I may but I may just post about it on Instagram. So I get to make my predictions and you can see if I'm right or wrong. Just know this was before they released them. But let's go over what happened last week. Any notable stuff? Let's see. There's some Friday football. That was pointless. Uh, Oklahoma State is putting it together, folks. They are dangerous. Watch out. This is, I think, I want to say I saw that they are the second ranked defense behind Georgia. Now, Georgia's defense is NFL levels, but... OSU, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I said, I remember saying early in the year, like they're a little bit shoddy, but like they really have some potential. They can kind of just clean some things up and they're cleaning some things up. 23 to 0, shutout on Tex Texas Tech. Bedlam's going to be crazy. Matter of fact, you'll notice I also dropped just a Bedlam specific episode to talk about that for all of us who love Bedlam. And so I'm not going to get into that right here, but they take it down. They secure their spot in the Big 12 championship no matter what happens, so that's fun. Could get a double double tap bedlam back-to-back -back weeks. Uh, OU skates past Iowa State 28-21. to 
So nothing too spectacular there. They were more consistent, and Asamoah continues to prove he's my favorite defensive player on their side, uh, on their team. Uh, Caleb Williams is an animal, and if he can just get a little bit refined, he can be he will be really really scary. Let's see other big news. Really, probably one of the biggest news. Big, the biggest news. One of the biggest news. There we go. Grammar is hard, folks. Is Arkansas played Alabama close? One touchdown. Uh, really tried to climb back into it. Uh, someone who watched the game said Alabama just handed it to him, but Arkansas did fight back. They ran another fake field goal. This time a fake run dump pass. That was a touchdown this time. Two weeks in a row. Hey, credit where credit is due. Uh, I'll even say the dumb phrase. Woo pig. Um, they, two weeks in a row, they get away with a fake field goal. And this one, the second one was more success, successful than the first one. Arkansas, you got some good juju going on. I think uh, you're going to be good again come the next couple years. And uh, good for you, I guess. So they still lost, but it was to Bama, 45-42 to 35. But you got to look up that fake field goal. I might link it down below. It was because, and I think Alabama had a system in place and the safeties looked at each other and looked real frustrated because he got tackled as he was going to the end zone. And I definitely think it was, they, they did watch their film and they did their homework and were prepared for a fake, but it still worked. So that was tough. And uh, it was, it was hilarious. Incredible though. So good job all around. You got it right where you run the fake field goal and actually score a touchdown instead of settling for another field goal. Albeit the in last week the first field goal was or two weeks ago the second the first field goal was long was you know significantly longer than the other one. So you can argue that oh yeah I made it easier. But anyways, uh, good job to Arkansas. Honestly, uh, good show. Right? Really, nobody's gonna be able to beat Alabama. You just want to play them close unless you're Texas A&M, Giga Maggies. And my favorite game of the day, Oregon goes down against Utah. Not just goes down and loses a tight barn burner, but gets trounced 38-7. to Number 23, Utah, takes down the 20 spot ahead of them. Number 3, who had no business being there in my opinion, Oregon Ducks. Showing you that the crap 12 is alive and well. Yeah, I said that correctly. Is the crap 12, not the pack 12. Uh... And finally, that'll knock Oregon. They won't make the playoffs. They had no business being there. and Or playoff, I should say. Thank you, Utah. Go Utes! Um, Oregon, I don't know where you're going to fall. Probably, you might fall out of the top 10. But if they just fall to like 7, I'm going to be pissed. But anyways, thank goodness. We didn't have to deal with that nonsense. Oregon was not really that good, and we all knew it. Now, next up on the slate was a shock of a game. Ohio State... Um, really, it's like that kid who's like, he's kind of good. And then all of a sudden he comes back from summer and he's just freaking huge and just now dominates. That's basically what happened. Ohio state destroyed Michigan state 56 to seven. I think it was one of those. They came out, punched him in the mouth. And it's kind of like that Cam Newton Super Bowl where they fumbled it. on like the first player drive. And it was game over from then on out. The game was lost at that moment. I think that's what happened here today. Uh, good job to Ohio State. You proved you belong in this position, and you'll probably make the college football playoff. Michigan State, I don't even know what to say or do with you. Uh, all hopes are lost there, I guess. I mean, you don't really recover from that one. Just call it call it a season and switch to basketball. Like, seriously, at this point. That was 
Oh, it was bad. Embarrassing. Uh, Cincinnati takes down a good SMU who's 8-3 and three to go 11-0 and 0 and prove, or at least make a good case, of like, hey, we're still kind of the real deal. 48-14. to 14. Good job, Cincinnati. I think with the Oregon loss, too, you could see them. They might get jumped. They might get jumped, but I think you'll see them squeak in now that they can hold out. We'll see, but ideally I would still prefer OSU to get in. Uh, OU has no chance. OSU has a real chance to get in, and I'm really, really pulling for the stars to align and they can get in their first ever college football playoff because I think this year... Now, Spencer Sanders is going to have to play two games of his lives to even think about winning a national championship, but maybe just getting to it. Because like I've said before, and will continue to say at nauseum, it is Georgia's national championship to lose. It is their year. This is like the LSU year. It is their championship to lose. Uh, they've basically got it in the bag, but... Uh, Michigan establishes footing, taking down Maryland. Notre Dame took care of business. Clemson upset Wake Forest. Sorry, Demon Deacons. Clemson's still good. It's funny. Clemson is, by their standards, having a horrible year because they're unranked. But they're 8-3 and three and 6-2 and two in the ACC. So, <laughs> by, any, by, by a normal college football program's uh, metrics, that's a good year. It's a real good year, right? But you're not ranked. So, 48 to 27, though. Wake Forest runs out of steam and is not able to do their usual basketball game score. Otherwise, they would have won. I think I said they would have won if it was a shootout, but Clemson defense shut that down and Clemson got to the basketball score. Wake Forest did not. It's more like a high school basketball game that was a blowout. Uh, Baylor takes down K State, continue to prove they're good. Uh, and, and the rest of these, the ranked teams won. The underdogs, Nebraska plays people close. Good for them. I don't know why, but I love seeing the box score of 7777 to equal 28. They're consistent, if nothing else. Iowa um, only beats Illinois by 10, but I mean, Iowa, they're dead. Uh, let's see. Let's see. NC State, Wolfpack, what up, dogs? 41 17 beats Syracuse. Okay, okay. I'm so sad. Coastal Carolina is not even ranked anymore. RIP. They've completely fallen off the map. I don't know what's going on. Are they even in school anymore? Poor Chanticleers. Oh, well. So that's the scores. Let's look at, I'll look at least the AP poll. So, oh, look at the AP poll and how it changed. So obviously Oregon is gone. Bounced out of this universe. Ohio State in the AP poll. Ohio State jumps Bama to be number two. So it goes Georgia, Ohio State, Bama, and Cincy slides in at number four So uh, to, to get in there. Stupidly, Notre Dame is at five, even though they technically had a good enough win to prove that they belong up there. Michigan is six, and OSU is lurking in the shadows at number seven. Now Michigan is going to have to play Ohio State. That won't technically hurt their rankings, though. Uh, I think they play them last game of the year, and then they will play them Possibly in the Big Big Ten Championship. Similar to our Bedlam situation. I don't know. If someone who follows them knows that situation, please chime in. Educate me. Be our Big Ten, local Big Ten expert. Because I'm obviously more of a Big 12 man myself. And, geez. Oh my gosh. Sorry. My nose. It's getting worse. I, I need to go get some medicine, some Vicks, and some... I need to just pop all the meds. Give me the monoclonal antibodies. Let's go. I'm kidding. It's not that COVID. Yeah, Old Miss slides in, uh, Baylor s- sweeps in, uh, number nine, and then OU rounds out the top ten, so Baylor um, is still ahead of them. 
And that's your top 10, folks. Let's see. Oh, there's Oregon at number 11. There's Michigan State at number 12. Let's see. Utah jumps up to 16. Good job. Wake Forest drops to 21. Um, and that's really all you Arkan- Whoa. Oh, Arkansas drops to 25. I mean, I guess they could drop. They deserve to drop because they lost, but you lost to the number two team in the nation, Bama. So, like, you're still in the top 25, according to the coach, or the AP poll. So, we'll see what the rankings, the college football rankings. Let me let me pull up the, the current rankings as of recording. Right? I think that is pretty close to what actually is going to happen. But let's just, we're just going to look at it anyways, right? So, Oregon's out. I don't know if Ohio State's going to jump Alabama. I mean, they beat, well, actually, they might. They should, right? So, I think that should have happened. You you could tell me if I'm right or not. Um, let's see. Hoping since he slides in. I I don't know if Notre Dame's going to jump Michigan at number five. I think they'll move up because Michigan State falls out at number seven. Everyone moves up at least one. I'm hoping OSU actually jumps Notre Dame. They probably won't, but uh, it would be ideal, right? So I'm thinking it's going to be Michigan's number five, Notre Dame six, OSU number seven. Wake Forest falls out. OU moves up. Baylor moves up. Ole Miss moves up. I mean, it's all, yeah, it's all there, right? So it's just small potatoes. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't know. I have nothing else to say on that because they don't release them until after I record this. They know. They're doing this to spite me. Let's move on to the NF. No, we won't, actually. <laughs> move on to NF. Uh, I got to look at next week. What do we have to look forward to? Here we go. Rivalry game. Battle for Mississippi on Thursday on Thanksgiving. That's fun. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. That should be a good one. We'll see what happens. See if the parody continues. Mississippi State wins. Or, or they are still they still have the same kicker because tryouts went abysmally. Or abysmal tryouts were abysmal. And uh he misses three more field goals and they lose. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor kicker. Let's see. Nobody cares. Iowa and Nebraska. Nebraska's playing people close. They're consistent. I think they might win. I'm going to call that upset right now. Since he just needs to have another blowout. They're only a 14-point favorite against East Carolina. So they, they need to beat him by like 28, though. Missouri and Arkansas. Arkansas is decent. 7-4 versus 6-5. Both 3-4 and four in the SEC. I don't know. We'll see what happens. See what you woo pigs are made of. Colorado and Utah. All right, this is Utah's test, maybe. I don't know. Battle for North Carolina. You got NC State and UNC. NC State's only six-point favorite. Should be a fun game. It's going to be an awesome weekend for football. By the way, that was all Friday games. Um, so that's real exciting. Then we got, here we go, big time. Like I said, it's going to have its own episode, so we'll just cover it real shortly here. Saturday, 6.30, you got Bedlam. You got OU and OSU. It's going to be freaking wild. OSU's coming in at the four-point favorite. The over-under is 49 and a half. Man, big time stuff. I'm pulling for OSU. Hate me if you will, but I'm pulling for them simply for the sake of they have the better chance to get into the college football playoff than OU does. I think OU has a chance, but it's way slimmer because of uh, their loss. So we can debate that on the next episode. Uh, Battle for Georgia is not really a battle. It's going to be a massacre. You got uh, Ohio State, Michigan, that matchup. That'll be an awesome game. It's 11 a.m. So you start the day with that, and then you finish off with some big 12 bedlam action. 
man, if Ohio State can come out and do what they did to Michigan State, Michigan did not stand a chance. They're an eight-point favorite. I believe that. 64.5 is the line. My goodness. What about that defense? What about all those people five years ago that were talking, railing on Big 12. They don't play defense. They just score a bunch of points on each other. They're not actually that good. Now, as you see in the SEC, you see it in the Big 10. You've always seen it in the Pac-12. We don't talk about them. And what do we have here? We have OSU having the one of the top-ranked defenses in the nation. I don't want to hear that nonsense, okay? Just I think the nature of the game is just going towards scoring more points. It's been more offensive-friendly, but... Uh, I don't know if I want Michigan to upset them because that will throw everything into a real array. I think if Ohio State trounces them, then Michigan will fall. That allow OSU to jump up. So really pulling for them on that one. Demon Deacons of Boston College, no one cares. Uh, Texas Tech and Baylor might be a good game. Let's see. Any, that's all the rival games. You got the Iron Bowl at 2.30. So you just start out up north, the Big Ten. Uh, whatever. I don't know what the rivalry is called. What's the rivalry called between Ohio State and Michigan? Someone educate me. Seth, help! Uh, the Iron Bowl. Alabama is a 19.5 point favorite because Auburn kind of sucks this year, but in classic rivalry fashion, it's anyone's game. That's at 2.30, then we're going to head down to the Deep South and check out that Iron Bowl in the, in the afternoon. Get some sun, catch some rays. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pac-12, nobody cares. Michigan State, Penn State. Penn State is coming in as a one-point favorite. Wow, Michigan State got beat good. That'll be exciting, though. Wisconsin, Minnesota will be exciting. Lots of great games. It's going to be an awesome day. Cookie day, they better have that TV on with some football. Uh, Texas A&M, LSU, no one cares. Pittsburgh, Syracuse, no one cares. Notre Dame, Stanford, definitely don't care. Actually, I want Stanford to beat Notre Dame. Please beat Notre Dame. Oh, look, and BYU and USC. And where's USC? Who weren't they kind of ranked early on? Now they're four and six. Keep them out of your mouth early on in the preseason. So uh, I'm really excited for all those games. It's going to be so, 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 so much fun and should shake things up because it's rivalry time. Then it's championship week after that. Oh, boy, get pumped. All right, now for real, we're moving on to NFL. So pigskin pick'em has been rough for me, but things are looking up. I apologize to It's Your Boy. Uh, for not giving him credit for taking first place last week and now solidifying first place. And I actually jumped into second place, tied for second place, 89 and 59 and 89 and 56. Skunk line. I guess you just missed some picks. I don't know. Um, we're tied in the wins, but I have more losses. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, we have the same amount of points. But your boy, we're hot on your tail. You're, you're up 20 points right now. You're 91 and 57 with 910 points in total. Uh, you scored. You, you scored 10 more points than me. I scored the least this week. You, oh, wait, you scored the same as Skunk Line, but I, it shows me as being the top leader in second place. The top second place. I don't know what's going on. Let's see how I did. Uh, the NFL sucks still and uh, make it... It sucks, but it doesn't. It's impossible to predict what's going on. Everyone's a chicken with their head cut off, but at the same time, that also means exciting football because it's competitive every single week. It's anybody's game, any given Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So let's look at how I did... 100, wait a minute, 120 points. Wow. I scored 120 points. Look at me freaking go. Big day, big day. All right, New England, who is now leading their division. Get nervous, everybody. Uh, takes down the Falcons 25-0. to 0. Best meme from that was a guy, is it Charlie Murphy maybe, where he's tipping his hat and it has an Atlanta Falcons hat and it says, can't blow a lead if you never have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Falcons fans. That was Thursday night, and wow, Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, D 
doing Patriots things. Then, then here we go. What's going on in, uh-oh, are the Bills being the Bills? Not the Bills of new, the Bills of old. And what did I say? What, on the other hand of that, what did I say? The Colts are going to be good. Now, it's on Jonathan Taylor's back, not Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz is good enough that he doesn't have to try and do anything crazy and roll both ankles at the same time. So Jonathan Taylor just scores, what, six touchdowns casually? Casually or five or something like that? Insane. 41-15, to 15, the Colts eviscerate the Bills. The Bills get nervous. The Patriots are now ahead of the Bills in the division. Get nervous, Buffalo. You better break some more tables. So, yeah, pick that one wrong, by the way. Uh, you know, I assumed the Bills were going to bounce back, and they didn't. So, 9% who picked the Colts, good job. I mean, nobody saw 41-15 coming. I saw a close game, and it's kind of anybody's game, but not 41-15. All right, Baltimore continues to confuse. 16-13 over the Bears, got the pick right, but... Ay, ay, ay. I mean, the Bills aren't good. Or, sorry, the Bears aren't good. The Ravens are supposed to be, I don't know, possible Super Bowl contenders. I don't know what to do with you guys. I don't. I don't. And with this next game, I don't know what to do with the Browns. The Browns are being the Browns. That stranglehold is is uh, of the of the curse of just being the Browns is really trying to pull them down. But they scoop by with the win. 13-10 over Detroit, who is so bad. Coming off the worst game I've ever seen against the Steelers last week. They ended in a tie. A tie. And the Browns only beating by three. So, I mean, Detroit maybe has something going right. I think Cleveland has everything going wrong. I think it's injuries in the backfield. And uh, maybe a little bit on the middle side for Baker. So, yeah, got the pick right, though. That's all that matters. Now, in possibly the most confusing game of the week, Houston beats Tennessee. Now, you actually, when you actually start to talk about it, though, it may not be that confusing. Tennessee lost Derrick Henry, the, uh, cheat, the, the, the cheat code, human cheat code, creative player that we all made men. Yeah, they picked up an old AD and they're trying to make do, but turns out Ryan Tannehill is not as proficient of a passer when he doesn't have Derrick Henry to take carry the ball 35 times for 600 yards every single game, uh, making his job super easy. That man threw some dumb passes and bad throws, threw some picks. I saw the highlights. It was bad. So yeah, Tyrod Taylor gets the worst Charlie horse of his life. His whole thigh was purple. He so look at him. He jumps into the end zone. It doesn't like flip or anything, but the guy just dead legs him basically, and then he just kind of falls straight down from there, not on his head or anything. Um, but oh, you know, I, I he had whatever Nike pads on under that, but pfft, you know that did Jack Squad diddly. That man is hurting today or yesterday. Both days, whatever, you know, the last two days. I don't know where I'm at or what's going on. But yeah, pick that one wrong. Along with 1% picked Houston. Along with 99% of you. So don't even act like you knew that was going to happen. Nobody knew that was going to happen. This one is, I don't know, kind of negligible. But maybe not. Minnesota... I mean, my I've been very apathetic towards them all year. I don't know what's going on. It's whatever, right? They're they're an okay team. They're going to beat some people. They might surprise you. Surprise! They beat Green Bay. Now, did Aaron play? I don't know if Aaron Rodgers played. So that's a big question. But 31-34, they only beat him by three. You know, most of us, 81% of us picked the Packers, and that's fine. So that's that's the one I'm willing to take, willing to concede. And then in a uh, non-bye week, 
bye week game of the week. Jesus knows is bad. <sighs> Miami takes down New York 24 to 17. People want to sing to his praises. Good for them. It's Miami, New York. Jets, sorry. That doesn't matter which New York it is, actually. They're both trash. But yeah, 24 to 17. Nothing much to say there. Got that pick right, as we should have, because they are the less worse of the two teams. Uh, in surprising fashion on two fronts, A, the victory, B, me getting the pick right, C, I think I figured out what the problem is. The Eagles take down the Saints 40-29. to Look, I know they have Trevor Simeon, and that's who they're having to deal with because Jameis Winston is out for the season, but Sean Payton historically has a good system. He just needs an okay quarterback to go in and fill in. Well, the Eagles, though, Jalen Hurts had himself a day. Not in traditional quarterback fashion, in more like running back fashion. As you can tell, I'm not super pumped about it because I don't see this as being a long-term plan, a long-term fit. He's, he's got weapons. We need to be able to pass. It's a building year. I guess I'm happy about the win, but it's just, I don't know, it's just frustrating. He had a nasty juke, juked a man out of his little, the same move. He somehow has gotten so good at this one move. People always know it's coming. You have to. He does it every week to someone. Even if it's just a minor little juke to get by him, this one was bad though. And he does that and scores a couple touchdowns all rushing. He only threw like 13 times for like 130 yards. So not doing much through the air. But the defense was apparently pretty good too. So wasn't able to watch the game. Regional lockout bullcrap. You know how it goes. But 40 to 29, what is happening? He still rushed more than Miles Sanders, who Miles Sanders should be getting, I mean, he should be getting a lot more of the load, but that's to be talked about. And then in another game, a little revenge game, Riverboat Ron and Jack from the River take down a reunited Carolina Panther team and Cam Newton. Cam Newton's back. I mean, 27-21, but they played the Washington football team. I don't know what you want from me. Cam played pretty well, sure, but I don't know. I've never been a real Cam believer, and I was talking to one guy, and he was like, well, look, his MVP season got to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was playing out of his mind. Yeah, that's one year, but he's been broken ever since then. He's like, yeah, two ankles. Are, and so that, I mean, that plays into your career. You can say, yeah, how many people would have been great if they wouldn't have sustained certain injuries through their career? Plenty. Plenty. So just matter of fact, right? Uh, but hopefully he does good. It looks like he's, I mean, he's at least pumped enough that that'll get him some, possibly some wins. Uh, I picked Washington because I was very skeptical and Taylor Heineke did not disappoint. Thank you, sir. Cam, surprisingly good. And I will try and be a little bit more even and fair, but I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not, a. Uh, I'm kind of frustrated that I'm not as big a fan of Cam, but like, I don't know. Just, he hasn't done much, right? And there's a lot of hype around him and Never really pans out. And I have enough of that with being an Eagles fan right now that I don't need any more of that. San Francisco takes down Jacksonville 30-10. to 10. What a, uh, Not a weird score, just not a typical score. You don't see that very often. 94% got that one right. Feels good. Uh, nothing much to say there. Uh, I don't know if Urban's still giving colonoscopies in bars to um, anyone who needs them, any young women who need them. But that's... Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. He's not. Cincinnati takes down Las Vegas 32-13 to recapture their winning form. Vegas being Vegas, doing Raiders stuff. Nobody knows what's going on over there. John Gruden suing them and the NFL for a coordinated attack, which I think is every right to because that got, that got blown out more than Henry Ruggs killing somebody. All right, we're, we're talking mean words in an email that... 
allegedly, potentially might have some racist undertones or racially insensitive undertones, but not really provable or for certain gets more scrutiny than and coverage. Now, I mean, the Henry Ruggs thing still got plenty of coverage, but like then someone driving recklessly and hitting someone with their car at, you know, 120 plus miles an hour. I've been seeing that everywhere and people have been saying, I haven't really jumped on the bandwagon, but I mean, it's true. And I think it just falls into the fact that like too many times you see this athlete gets arrested for DUI, driving at high speeds and they have a wreck, whatever. I mean, it's just unfortunate, right? But good job, Cincinnati. Hope you make the playoffs. Kansas City. Um, so this might be the weirdest game in a lot of ways. 19-9, Kansas City takes down Dallas. Now, thank you, Kansas City. Also called that. Dallas needs to be knocked down a peg. With Dak, they lost this way. Nine points. Mr. High-powered offense. Now, Kansas City, same thing. High-powered offense. You only got 19 off. These teams are in a very weird place. They are both broken. Well, Dallas is actually just being Dallas. Kansas City is broken and still has to fight back. They got a good win, though, and I'm happy for it, and I got the pick right. Arizona, Battle of the Birds, takes down Seattle 23-13 to recapture their form. I don't know if Colt McCoy ended up playing, or Kyler ended up playing, or if it was Colt McCoy. Don't really care to know. All I know is I got the pick right. Good job. Didn't watch a lot of football this weekend. It was very busy. As you can tell from the last episode, the wire was hot. And I was doing other stuff with Thanksgiving, birthday party, while on the road. So it was hard. Uh, Then a nice little shootout. Pittsburgh loses, barely, to the Chargers. Justin Herbert recaptures his form. They win 41-37. I guess Mason, I don't know if Mason Rudolph was slinging, but good job to him if he slung 37 against the Chargers. I don't know if the Chargers really believe in defense. So that could be another thing. And finally, on Monday, we were all subject to a bloody massacre of the New York Giants. And Connor, so kind as to put, uh, give me his thoughts on his Giants in the form of a text message said, bro, for real, they really need to stop putting the Giants on TV. I'm so tired of watching them lose so badly. Ain't that the truth? You and everyone else who's not a Giants fan and and literally everyone else, actually, Giants fans included. I know I would be sick of it, right? Like, I'm not really that mad that the Eagles games aren't on TV because then it's like, I don't have to be subject to it out of sight, out of mind. And yeah, they lost whatever. You look at the box score. Um, But gosh, that's tough, man. I mean, the Bucs just took them down and the memes were hot. The memes were hot yesterday on Tuesday. They're probably still hot today. Go check them out. There's some great ones. And, uh, but got that pick right, obviously. So that was this week's uh, Let's Hear... We got a minute of fire. I almost overlooked it. I'm glad uh, I got reminded. So that was that was that was Connor's analysis of the game. We'll obviously get his prediction later for next week. But our Raiders fan Josh has his minute of fire for his Las Vegas Raiders and their performance this week. So without further ado, here it is. All right, Raider fan Josh here. Hot take. I'm pissed. This team has been a this last two weeks and I don't know what to do to fix it I don't think there is much to fix it right now the Henry Ruggs incident I think just pushed everything over the edge we, we had the oldest play caller in the NFL with John Gruden and now we still have the oldest play caller in the NFL with Gus Bradley 
We can't win. I don't know if that's the reason why we're losing or not. As much as I love Derek Carr since the moment he took the field and we beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Oakland, he's not the answer with all his prayers right now. But I don't know what is. I don't trust Marcus Mariota, but at this point, just throw him in. We got a shot. I'm tired of losing. I want to win. Or else we need to start beating the <laughs> out of some people and taking their lives that we're going to be losing. This isn't fun to watch. This isn't fun for the fans to watch. We're going mentally insane here. Just listen to me talk right now. I'm just going a million miles an hour right now while I'm talking. Holy cow, I just had a Western accent there. All right, that's my hot take right now of the Raiders. I really hope we can pull this around, but I do not believe we will. Thanks for having me, Gus. Have a good one. Okay. Josh, thank you for your minute of fire. That was... As advertised, a minute of fire. A little bit more, but it's really more about the the principle than the actual sticking to 60 seconds. Uh, Yeah, I understand your pain. I have many of the same feelings about the Eagles, but now they're mysteriously winning, and I don't know how I feel. Well, actually, I do know how I feel. I don't want to end up in mediocrity, not get good picks, not make the playoffs, and we get crap picks, and we just wallow. We're just in the middle of the pack for the next three years. Don't want to be that either. Which you reminded me, so we're going to flash back to college football because you sent me a nice little fun fact that can cheer us all up. You said if KU, this is college football, if KU can beat West Virginia and K-State beats Texas this coming week, that will move Texas into dead last in the Big 12. There is still hope for joy in this world that Texas comes in last in the Big 12. Come on, let's go. So, I mean, rock chalk. And Emal, right? KU beating West Virginia, though. I don't know. It's kind of a tall order. We'll see what comes that way. But remember, folks, send in your minute of fire with your team either. And it doesn't have to be negative. It can be positive, too. Either your team's on fire in a good way or your team's on fire in the dumpster way. And either one, though, send it in. And I will play it here on the podcast and also censor it for you. So feel free to let all your frustration out because I don't want to have to mark the episode explicit um, for, like, two words. Right? So... Just let it all out. This is your safe. This is your safe space. I'm sorry. I hate that term with the deep burning passion of a thousand sons. So carry on. That was this week. Did picks real good. Let's go through next week and see what it has to hold. See if I can take that top spot from your boy. All right. Thursday. Guess what we get? Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, Thanksgiving matchup. Ooh. So remember to find something else to watch. I would almost, honestly, I would rather watch Tiger King 2 than that right there because uh, that's going to be a nightmare. So yeah, ignore that. Unfortunately, when those tradition teams, those tradition game teams are terrible, the tradition, it sucks. You really regret it in that moment. But so who am I going to pick? Definitely Chicago. 75% of you picked them. And so, I mean, come on now. Uh, also on Thursday, okay, so the Cowboys are the other team, but they get the Raiders? I mean, the Cowboys should win, but I don't know. Are the Raiders going to do some sneaky stuff? I mean, they're not in a great place to do any kind of sneaky stuff. Well, maybe they're in the perfect place to do some sneaky stuff. I think my nose is getting worse, folks. We got to we gotta wrap this up, close this out, because I got to get some meds for this. This is bad. All right, uh, well, I'm picking the Cowboys. Bills, Saints. I don't know what to believe anymore. 
Buffalo, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, the Colts are better than the Saints, but come on. This is also Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bills. I don't know if it's in Buffalo or in the Dome, but if it was in Buffalo, definitely Buffalo, but I think it's in the Dome. Down in Nolens. I'm going to pick the Bills. I, I mean, I have to, right? 85% of us picked the Bills, but still, they're bad enough that 15% would have picked the Saints. Steelers, Bengals. So now we're in Sunday games. That's your Thanksgiving lineup. Um, obviously, skip the first game. Second game, negligible at 3.30. Night game, actually be good to watch on Thanksgiving. Steelers, Bengals. Uh, Bengals should win, 74% pick, but don't sleep on those Steelers. They put up a fight against the Chargers. The Bengals are bouncing back, but they're still the Bengals. they still got another year or two to figure stuff out. Buccaneers, Colts. I'm going with my underdogs, the Colts, or Jonathan Taylor. Look, he's not going to have a six-touchdown game, but, that, but that's going to free up Carson to do some wild Carson Wentz stuff in the positive way, not in the negative double, roll, double ankle roll way. And the Colts are going to surprise everybody. Panthers-Dolphins in a game nobody cares about. I guess the Panthers should win, but the Dolphins been king killers this year, so watch out. I mean, 70% of us are picking the Panthers. I'm picking the Panthers, but somewhat reluctantly. Titans, Patriots, Patriots all day. Uh, Titans, but who knows? The Titans might bounce back and surprise everyone. But with the way that the Patriots kicked it into gear and are going to do some Patriots nonsense and make the playoffs, someone said we could see a Patriots Buck Super Bowl. I'm not going there just yet, but Dagummit, they, they they may end up being good and be in the playoffs and be a serious player. So, freaking Patriots. Oh boy, an NFC each match NFC East matchup for the ages. Get excited, Connor. Oh, by the way, I never said a uh, third part of my analysis of the Eagles. I did not wear my Eagles shirt that I'm wearing right now as a recording on Sunday because I um, it just didn't work. I uh, couldn't wear it uh, for whatever reason. Forgot to wear it, whatever. I didn't wear it and they won. So I'm actively not going to wear my Eagles shirt on Sunday and hopefully that helps. I don't know if we're going to get to watch this game. It's a Sunday Fox game. We won't get Dolphins. Might get Colts. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look at the map. We might get that one. We might get that one. Just because of Jalen Hurts, really. So, Connor, get excited. Battle of the Derps. I think the... I have to pick the Eagles for so many reasons, but actually legitimately pick the Eagles because kind of good right now. It's kind of weird. I don't know, but you never know. Daniel Jones going to trip on the 20 again? You never know. Get excited. I think that this is this would be the anniversary of that. It's Connor, you're welcome. Oh, uh, Connor, before we move off this game, I'm obviously predicting the Eagles. What's your prediction? Uh, he sent it in. Sorry, I was talking to him like he's right here going to give it to me. Anyways, Connor sent in his prediction again for this week. Here it is. They are going to lose this game. Wow, Connor, it looks like we actually agree on something when it comes to our opposing teams playing each other. So, huh, good for you. I hope that one's on TV, and I will probably be texting you during that. So, prep your minute of fire. I think either one of us, both of us, am I going to have a minute of fire depending on which way that game goes? I'm obviously picking the Eagles. And I want to know, Connor, did you pick the Eagles? I guess I can look at your picks. I'm curious now. Based on your prediction you sent in, 
I, I'm going to say that you did, but maybe out of principle, you picked the Giants. I don't know. Oh, look, a crap. Wow, we got a good slate of crappy games. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, Jacksonville, Jackson, the Jacksonville, Jacksonville's. Um, Falcons, I guess. It's a, oh, 69% picked the Falcons. Nice. Uh, 31% picked Jacksonville. I'm picking Falcons. Sure, whatever. Jets, Texans. After what I saw last week, I have to pick the Texans. Tyrod Taylor doing some wild stuff. I don't know which which generic creator. Oh, Joe Flacco started for the Jets last week. We're number 19, so he looked like a generic creator character, but his name isn't quite there. I'm picking the Texans, but those are two games that suck and you don't need to care about. Chargers, Broncos. The Mile High Stadium. Everyone's picking the Bronco, or sorry, Chargers here. I want to, well, based on what happened with the Eagles and the Broncos. Yeah, I think I'm going to, and the Chargers have a nice win last week. Even though it's going to be in frosty Denver. Here we go. Let's get into, oh man, we might get Eagles-Giants in. Looking at this Fox slate. I mean, no way they give us Miami-Carolina. No way. We ah, we might get the Colts, though. Oh, come on. Big money! Alright, uh, afternoon slate. LA Rams, Green Bay Packers. Now, this one has been interesting. 63% picked the Packers. The Rams seemed to struggle last week. Oh, this is in Lambeau? I guess I got to pick the Packers. It's going to be cold, frosty, frigid. Sorry, LA. But that'll be a good game. 325 slot. Uh, Vikings 49ers. They're both 5-5. Five and five. Wow, how vanilla. I guess this is exciting. 58% picked the 49ers. But based on what the Vikings did last week, I don't know. Who do I go with? I'm going to go with my heritage. I'm going to pick the Vikings. Browns-Ravens. Rivalry game, but only 16% picked the Browns, and as they should, rightfully so. But uh, I think we're overconfident that 84% picking the Ravens. So, no, they're definitely going to win. Technically, if they're going on the every other method, it's their week to lose. That's why I'm going to pick the Browns. Wild pick. That's Sunday night. Come at me, bro. And then Monday, what do we get? Another trash Monday night game. As long as we have Monday night manning, we are all right, though. Seattle Seahawks against who? The Washington football team. You want to hear the craziest thing? Oh, 55% still pick the Seahawks. I'm going to pick Washington. Much as I don't want to, don't care to, I have no faith in the Seahawks. I guess Russell Wilson is back, but I don't know. I don't know what that means. Taylor Heineke's playing kind of good. Uh, Terry McLaurin's playing kind of good. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to fight a sneeze right now because I don't want to sneeze on the podcast and I am not going to pause. Too stubborn. Too much of a hanyak. Oh, fought it off. So if I did sneeze, you were just going to get all of it. And I wasn't going to sneeze into Mike. Don't worry. How many points are going to be scored? 93. Just kidding. 39. That's how many. It's a low-scoring game. Wow, my nose is getting so bad. But that's my picks for this week. Slate of a lot of bad games uh, with a couple good games mixed in there. Thanksgiving weekend is nothing special as far as the sportsy sports go. So get excited, folks. Uh, that does it for this episode of the Sports Podcast. Thank you for being part of the Hodnyock Horde. Make sure to send in your minute of fire every week, your predictions. Uh, also, go check out the Bedlam episode that I dropped. What are your college football playoff predictions? We're getting eerily close to the final settings. How close was I on the predictions? You can trash talk me, roast me there. You can reach all, you can do all of that, but if you follow the link below to the website, 
and find see one of the litany of ways you can get in touch with us facebook instagram there's a phone number all that good stuff i sound horrible right now so uh thank you for putting up with me but that does it for this sports edition of the rambling viking podcast this is your head honyuk signing off don't forget to keep pdfg y'all